Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 225 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt. Joy's the most co-host, Carlos. Yeah. We're here. We're back in the studio. It's a wonderful summer evening out there. How have you been, bud? Yeah, doing all right. Doing all right. Enjoying the weather? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I Let's see. I don't do much outside. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys I, well, got air conditioning so, in the house, so I just I leave my windows open. It's been the best sleeping weather I've ever had in a long time. It's been it, wonderful. It depends. It has to be pretty cool outside for me to want to actually have my window open because I like I, I like to sleep in the cold. Yeah, it was, it's like, been I'll low sleep 60s top, and high 50s. I'll sleep on it's top of my great. blanket sometime if uh, if I really want. Like it's that's not gonna bother me. Yeah, and, and you're used to air conditioning in here. Shit, before we get too deep, I forgot about our Black Belt patrons. Hello, yeah. Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Hoppen Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. Thank you guys very much for being Black Belt patrons. You guys rock. All right, where were we at? Uh, let's see. So, yeah, I, but yeah, it's been nice outside recently. Uh, I don't do too much outside besides throw the disc for Lando or <laughs> stick or Mold whatever random thing he decides to throw time. And I throw that until it's time for him to go inside, until he's like, oh, I got to go drink some water. And then he gets stuck inside while I do the mace workout so he doesn't get injured because I'm swinging a fucking mace around. Oh, gee, mace work? What? Yeah, I have um, um, the the workout maces. Oh, interesting. Yeah. When did you start that? Uh, I started it before we went to Gen Con. Okay. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. Interesting. So it's... The mace you're talking about where it has like a ball at the end? Yeah, it's got a ball at the end. It's uh, Can you change the weights of the ball then? Or? Uh, no, I have uh, the ones I bought are like, I have a, a 10 pound and a 15 pound one, I think. Interesting. And like it's recommended for like the 10 to 20 pound round, uh, range for you to start it with. And yeah. So it started with, or does, did I get the 15 and 20? I can't remember. What about, like, I start, I'm, I'm starting out with like the, I started out with like the lower <laughs> weight one. What's the thing? That's awesome. Yeah. It, it, like you just, a lot of it involves like a, like it starts off with an over the shoulder swing, yeah. just to kind of roll your shoulders type thing. And then like, there's usually another part of it for it. And then there's, there's, I, I'm only doing like one workout so far with it. And okay. Like, um, do you, do you feel awkward at first when you start that in the back, like with a big mace, or do you, it's fine? I mean, do I feel like I'm I look ridiculous? Yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that's that was what my, my first like it was like why, like why am I going to get uh, get the mace? Like I can't work out inside because the ceiling's not high enough. Yeah, right. I can't make Casey take his car out of the garage every time I want to work out. Um, but like or I could do it outside and just look ridiculous, and then it's like. Well, I don't fucking care about looking ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty. And then once you start doing, it, it's pretty fun. Then that, that, that's yeah. that's kind of neat. That's pretty neat. Yeah, uh, I'm doing like just a 20 minute workout, and I've actually finally gotten it down, so like I can do like get an extra set in there. So there yeah, it's bring them to the Ren- Renaissance Festival. No, I know that's no. it's a workout base. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, but yeah, cool besides though. that, uh, not much else. Yeah, fuck, I don't know, and I haven't done like anything. I do listen to to music though while I work out, like. Yes, music music gets me through workout. That's for sure. Whenever I do actually work out, that is, yeah. Actually, like one of the uh, the songs I, I, I like, I, since I I think we're going that way for for songs pretty quickly here after we ask what you've been doing. Oh yeah, but like one of the songs I picked is like pretty much like a workout song. I'm looking at my calendar, to see what I did last week. 
Blade Runner. Oh, we saw Blade oh, yeah, Runner we last did see week. Blade that Runner. was pretty cool was... seeing that in the theater finally. Yeah, uh, so we saw the uh, the final cut version, which is the one where uh, there's no uh, narration. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I feel like seeing it with narration is one of those things that you want to see it once with the narration, just because, just to like understand like a little bit more about the world. But like without the narration, it's like it really is like putting you in that world. It definitely is. The one thing I noticed for sure is how much longer some of the cuts seem in it too without the narration in there. Uh, yeah, you. But get it to really soak makes you a lot more. Yeah, it really makes you live in that world, that like shitty fucking world. <laughs> it's, yes, it's a very shitty fucking world. Uh, it feels so realistic though, too. At the same time, I, I forgot how little action is actually in it. I know, right? Like, yeah. like there's there's some action parts in it, but like for the most part, like it's and not. There action is dialogue, but still not at the same time. Not a lot of dialogue either. It's yeah. it's it's a very unique movie. I think that's why I like to choose the narration version, like if I'm going to sleep or something, just because I kind of like falling asleep to the music and Harrison Ford's voice, even though the narration's absolute shit. But uh, yeah, that was pretty sweet seeing the theaters again. So the uh, and the final cut also has like some extra editing, so that it is like, is Deckard actually a replicant? But like that's one of those things that like Harrison Ford came down pretty final on as like, no, he's not. But and that's because like he's a fucking actor and he would have played it right. differently. The one thing I, I noticed throughout it, because it's all the replicants, whenever the light hits their eyes just right, they have the reddish glow to them or the whitish glow. And there's like two scenes in the movie where his eyes glance past the camera just right and he's got those same eyes. So I don't know. But mm-hmm. also what happened in 2020, 2049, I forgot I actually about. Did. I never saw that one. Yeah. He, he would not have been a replicant, but. Yeah, that's right. And like also like, because yeah. also like as like weird as he, he as Deckard, as uh, Harrison Ford is in that movie. Mm-hmm. The people who are like replicants, like they're clearly acting strange. Yeah. But yeah. like some of those things, like, oh, well, that first question, like, that's clearly a replicant. Well, yeah. Then you also have his memories, who are else, which are like fading back and forth. And yeah, I don't, there's so no, much. That, that, that was just a thing that the direct, like, for the final cut, like, made it more questionable. Yeah. With the, yeah adding the, the whole point of doing stuff. that. Yeah. I think there's also a little bit more blood in the scene when she goes through the window or something was added to it. And uh, just a little bit like longer takes like that to change the viewpoint of. That. And also, I think the very intro it was changed because before it just said 2007, and now it says in the near future at the beginning of it. So oh, I thought I thought it gave a year. They gave a year, but like 2019 or something like that. I think it used to be 2007. Maybe they changed it then. I don't know. There was something I was reading online that something changed in there, but yeah, I don't know. No, but it was a. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely want to check out and like the the like if you watch the final cut version of it. Like you really get that music that really helps set the score. Who was the uh, was the who's the person? Uh, Vangelis, Vangelis, the one yeah. that did uh, the, the 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 chariots of fire yeah. song or whatever. Like that that synth music is just classic. I was gonna look up what's where's that thing sci-fi movie years. There's like a picture where it places us where we are in sci-fi years. It's sci-fi futuristic timeline. We are. Uh, so yeah, Blade Runner was 2019. Soylent Green is coming up this year. And then uh, Children of Men is 2027. Wow, I am surprised that Soylent Green had, like, it was like, yeah, we can put it off till 2023. What do you mean? Like, that, that they like they didn't, like, set it up for, like, the year 2003. Oh, yeah, they went to 2022, yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and it does feel like a thing that could happen in places, actually. Uh, <laughs> food supplements and stuff. We're already into different food supplements. Uh, yeah, Children of Men, that's definitely, that, that's visually, like, sci-fi. I feel like something like that could happen somehow where women can't have babies anymore. But that's supposed to be 2027. 
Um, 12 Monkeys is 2028. Demolition Man, 32. V for Bandana, 38. Yeah. Minority Report was 54. Hmm. It's interesting. It makes sense that Minority Report would be that late since that was a, that's a more recent movie. But also that doesn't seem that far away either. And it does seem like something that could be a thing. Not quite that, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, if you look it up, futuristic movie timeline goes back from Clockwork Orange, Escape from New York, 2001, 2001, of course. Yeah. Robocop. That was 2015. Yeah. Wait, really? The, wait, the original Robocop? That's what it was set in 2015. Really? And Black Back to the Future 2 was set in 2015. I always assumed it was like set like in the uh like late 90s or early 2000s. Uh, Escape from New York, that one was based in 97. And then the LA was I can't remember when that one was, but yeah. They don't even have a date for Idiocracy. <laughs> that was far future, I think. <laughs> kind of. Like Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. So yeah, that, that's that. That's that. Oh what? Star Trek, uh, Star Trek's later than the Fifth Element. Interesting. All right, let's get into this. What have you been listening to, bud? I need to get, get rid of this, or all the world keeps. So yeah, I was talking about uh, like a, a workout song, and uh, I listened listened to the album "Bleed Out" from the Mountain Goats. So this, I didn't even know the Mountain Goats had a new album. This is just came out. Yeah, this uh, oh, fuck, came August out like 19th. a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah cool. So. Uh, and like I'd been hearing uh, this first song, Training Montage, on the radio a couple times. Like, okay. oh, so I've been had, had keep my eye out for like when this album dropped. Uh, yeah, here's the first song off of it, uh, Training Montage. Keep cool down in the quiet of the morning. Sweat blood when the sun comes through. Thick mist on the pond before the temple. Headed down for the final rendezvous. Everybody ready for justice. Just another mile to go. But the strings will keen and the horns will cry. When it's just me against the sky the mountain goats and uh here's another one off that same album here's incandescent ruins somewhere in the monument garden suggestions of a tunnel to freedom every hour the crack of the rifle never any guns when you need them i gotta test my chin on the concrete it's the only way to be sure only the desperate ever make it to the exit Only the brave and the pure Shining on the inside Maybe Shining on the inside Maybe I'll have to check that out. I didn't even realize the Mountain Goats had a new album. Yeah, it's uh, real solid. So what else have you been listening to? So I also listened to Cheat Codes from Danger Mouse and Black Thought. Uh, so I've never listened to uh, Danger Mouse before. Uh, that's just one of those things I just never listened to. Is that one uh, a band like or like an artist you've listened to before? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna look up on my phone when the last time I it was a good friend Con Conrad Dean uh, gave Danger Mouse to me back I don't know two thousand three or something like that. 
But uh, yeah, I'd have to look it up. But what you been listening? Yeah, that was like, and that was like one of those out. Like I had actually had a hold of like a CD of Ginger Bros, but I never listened to it. And it's one of those. It's it's an artist that like I always mix up with Modest Mouse. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I really enjoyed this album. This is a lot of fun. This is, and uh, here is No Gold Teeth off of Cheat Codes. Wind up my face, hound at my heels At the end I'm winning this race Only thinking I chill with children Don't ever try to stagnate the magnate With this money on the line, never make the bag wait I just add weight to the bag until a bag break That holy swag make the cash get the gas face In the first place, I got no motherfucking business coming in last place My birthplace taught me not to stop I'm more advanced than my classmates I came into the game on a fast break And I'm gang gang like Billy Bathgate The protagonist and I narrate In the same slang that has. I can't stop. If I don't work, then I won't eat. Time keeps running like a river, it don't cease. In the mind of a super nigga, it's no peace. Can't stop running like I'm ducking for police. Stop. Coolie how they try and do me like Cochise. The flow so obese, it's bringing a slow leak. I keep a crowd satisfied, bringing them cold heat. I'm gratified, grinning, bling, blinging, no gold teeth. Yo, stop. You know them cameras is gon' see. My hammers ain't for brandishing the cannons is on me, please. You ain't fucking with no amateurs, homie. Philly ain't known for cheesesteak sandwiches only. Yeah, that's kind of like hip-hop and stuff that I like. You know, you, you don't hear that kind of stuff on the radio ever either, which is, yeah, pretty wild. That's all that stupid stuff right yeah. here. But, uh, it was 2005, The Mouse and the Mask from Danger Doom. So Danger Mouse and uh, MF Doom. Uh, I couldn't tell you a single song off of it, but I did listen to that album in 2005, and it's on my hard drive still. Yeah, and uh, th- one of the uh, one of the songs in this album was worked on with uh, MF Doom, who uh, passed away. I don't remember when. I think it was earlier this year. I, I said something about it or yeah. something, or else it's end of last year. Yeah. Here's another one off that album. This is featuring Michael Kiwanuka, and it's called Aquamarine. Hustling nicks a reef for the tussling with the reaper. Sensory deprivation to ultimate synesthesia. Freeing our brother's keeper from teeth of another creature. Breaking and entering to the theater. The search and seizure is the birth of genius. Somewhere between Earth and Venus. At her convenience, even now believers make prayers. Haters and naysayers is buried in cake layers. I take day as a blessing and see the night as a lesson. Twilight is a message for me to write a confession. The Matrix, a dominatrix seeking to be served. Ever patiently waiting with the demons we deserve. Better be willing to pay with every dream that you deferred. If the vehicle should swerve, learn to lean into the curve. After working up the nerve, almost equal in size. I walked around with the iron for any wrinkle in time. I paid a piece of my mind for every nickel and dime. But never less than a five and never slept on a job. A killer trap with your squad, yet never left the garage. When your God was close enough to see the flesh of his eyes. Get to the button and press it's what the message advised. What's the threat behind a message where the testament lies? very hard to find a spot to stop that when he's us uh, yeah that was a <laughs> so yeah uh cheat codes from danger mouse and black thought fantastic album like if you're looking for a nice high energy <clears throat> album i'd say check that one out it was a, a i had to fun. look up who black thought was and uh duh no wonder i recognize him he's the lead singer of the roots or the lead rapper really the roots. yeah it's him and quest love that are the co-founder of the roots i did not know that yeah so i'm sitting here like i recognize that voice <laughs> from somewhere i looked it up yeah and then danger mouse is the one that uh spins the beats and stuff and creates all the beats and then he usually has people come and rap mm-hmm. on top of it that's why him and mf doom and stuff so that's pretty sweet uh i'll have to share that one with andy i think he'd like that one a lot Cool. All right. Uh, 
I would like I said I was going through even like Chris there looking up my old hard drive stuff and uh, I forgot all about this band. I can't tell you anything about them, but it came out in 2003, and uh, the band is called I Am Clute, and this song I've been listening to nonstop because I forgot about it. It's called Proof. Hey, could you stand another drink? I'm better when I don't think. Seems to get me through. Say, do you want to spin another line like we had a good time? Not that I need proof. Swell, we're living in a hotel. Someone's ringing my bell in a room without a view. Hey, heard you read another book. Should have taken another look. Who am I? Without you Yeah, the I'm a Clued album, it's really good, came out in 2003, self-titled album, I think it was their first one. Uh, but Sold As Seen's really good on there, and also the same Deep Water As Me is also really good. I can't remember if I heard it in a movie or something back then, and yeah, somehow I had it. Uh, another one that I listened to that I forgot all about came out, I think, 2005, maybe? Let's take a look. It's uh, the band, I 2003. Jeez, both these are 2003. I was 14 years old. All right, uh, the band is called I'm a Robot. And uh, the lead singer of the band is uh, Edward Sharp from Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zero. So this is what. So he he's did. a liar. He's not a robot after all. <laughs> he's not a robot after all. Uh, but yeah, he, he brought out a couple albums with this band. I'm a robot. A, I'm a robot. Before he did uh, the whole Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros thing. Uh, but the one I always remember. There's like there's three other tracks on here that I forgot about. But the big one that I remember, and it probably was from a movie as well at some point. Uh, but the song is called Scream, and I like it a lot. This week, hearing those last two songs, it's just like, holy fuck, what? Yeah, thinking about those old songs, which also brings us to the theme later on in the show, too. Just like, holy fuck, I forgot about a lot of this stuff. If I had my old uh, iPod that didn't still work, that'd be a lot of fun seeing that. Uh, but yeah, that would, it's weird seeing it, hear him singing like a poppy rock song like that compared to what he is in <laughs> Magnetic Zeros and stuff. But uh, yeah, so check out I'm a Robot if you want. Uh, it came out about 2005. I think he has a couple more albums. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no. Let's go into some music news. Let's 
sift through something here. What do I got? What do I got? Uh, in June, Weezer announced a six-night Broadway residency to celebrate the release of their four EP Snizz. S-N-Z-N-Z. How would you say that? Snizz. S-Z-N-Z. One word. So I guess that's coming out sometime soon. I don't know what it is. But now roughly one month before the residency was supposed to begin, the band is no longer moving forward with the Broadway shows. Uh, Rivers Co- Como broke the news to fans and the band's official Discord server saying, I just learned that our Broadway shows have been canceled due to low ticket sales and unbelievably high expenses. I am very sorry uh, to tell you that uh, to tell you this now after we've already invested so much time, thought, and emotion into this project. That's, That's a, a bummer. bummer. Yeah. That's a bummer. Uh, maybe there's like something you can do with like what they have and like... Maybe do some sort of live performance. Yeah, maybe just go to like a tiny little venue, you know, like a First Avenue size place and do the thing. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Spotify will be entering the market for live concert tickets now. The company has launched a new website that allows users to buy tickets directly from Spotify rather than an intermediary uh, like uh, Ticketmaster. The site debuted August 10th with a group of seven artists ticketed by Spotify. Uh, fans of Limbeck, Annie DeRusso, The Crows, Black Ho- Dirty Honey, uh, Toki Monster, Four Years Strong, and OCs can buy tickets for their shows scheduled for later this year. Users also have the option to view past and upcoming events to see what tickets they've already purchased through the service. I don't know how that's going to work because most all those ticket agencies have stuff with all the venues. So Yeah, I, I don't know how that's going to work at all. So, yeah, we'll see. I just thought that was interesting that they're going to try and do that. But, yeah, that's a unless. And, like, Spotify is not great, but, like, fucking those ticket places are fucking messes. I know. They, yeah, they definitely are. But, yeah, that's a whole. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. So we'll just have to see mm-hmm. how that happens in the future. But, yeah, it's, kind of, it's a cool idea. But also I feel like, and yeah, I don't know. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but the first trailer for the high school for the trailer for high school, a new TV drama based on Tegan and Sarah's memoir of the same name, has dropped. Uh, the coming of age series stars Riley and Sinzin, uh, Lily Gilliard as Tegan and Sarah, with uh, Clea Duvall as the executive producer, co-writer, director, and co-showrunner. Tegan and Sarah are also executive producers of the show. The series premieres October fourteenth via Amazon. And it's produced by Amazon Studios and Brad Pitt's Plan B Entertainment. High school is a story about finding your own identity, a journey made through a more complicated with when you're twins who struggle with your own self-discovery, closely mimicking, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I I do want to see it. It's going to be told in the backdrop of the 90s and the rave culture and stuff. So it should be kind of fun to to watch. And I love Tegan and Sarah. So, yeah. Um, Manchester rapper Eich has apologized after an advertisement promoting his new album, Close to Home, was painted over the top of the beloved mural of the late hometown hero, Joy Division frontman Ian Curtis. Uh, Eich tweeted a statement following the social media uproar, promising to fix the mural. It comes to my light that the iconic Ian Curtis mural on Port Street has been painted over with my album artwork. This is the first time I've ever heard of this. Me and my team are getting getting into this to fix the problem pronto. No way on earth would I want to disrespect a local hero like Ian. <clears throat> yeah, that was pretty dumb of them to do that. Yeah, this is uh, this really <laughs> on the people who were advertising. <laughs> Good job on that one. Yeah, was, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a humongous Ian Curtis poster on the back of a building, kind of like the print stuff here. And uh, yeah, idiots. Let's see. In June, we talked about the Foo Fighters working with the Hawkins family to organize a tribute concert uh, for later. 
uh, for the late take Taylor Hawkins. Uh, Paramount Plus has now announced that they're going to partner with Foo Fighters to bring the first of the two tributes to uh, viewers. The first concert will take place at London's Wembley Stadium on September 3rd. Paramount will also broadcast the event on uh, Paramount Plus in the United States, uh, on Pluto internationally, and MTV's YouTube channels. The concert will also be available to on demand via uh, Paramount Plus starting September fourth. Do I? I know. <laughs> do I want to try to re up Paramount Plus? Uh, it's a rough choice. <laughs> there you got a whole bunch of Star Trek to binge, I guess. But then you got this now. Yeah, because that, that is something I want to see. So I think it, it's going to be really cool. The list of the performers is just wild. Yeah. Uh, well, I have Paramount Plus, so we'll see. Uh, maybe <laughs> if I remember it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Any other news? Uh, no. Let's no. go into the weekly theme. <laughs> Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is when we were young. Uh, great theme, super easy. Uh, the only problem I had was uh, cutting my list down to five songs. That was my main uh, problem here. Uh, I tried to get it into different groups of, well, this is from this time. This kind of encompasses this feeling, and then that's that. Uh, so basically, you're saying anything we listened to before high school, so middle yeah. school or formative years or something like that, and yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and it was it's one of those things like I have, like four of them are stuff that like were from when I was younger. One of these songs I have is like fun, was like just reminds me of. Uh, I was uh, wondering about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. So I, I guess I can kick us off. Go for uh, it. So like for me, like a lot of like uh, the music I listen to, like there's a, there's a gap in my music listening for like. Uh, for high school, like until I started driving again, it was like I needed something to listen to. It's like, and I started listening to like the the re- this region's like rock station, and then like started like, oh, this is fucking great. And I f- <laughs> fond high school memories of driving home late at night when it's dark and like having like the, some rock music blasting. But uh, <laughs> but uh, like before that though, like uh, it's a little bit harder. So I'm gonna just go back to way way back into my childhood. I was gonna say it's where there was what a, your folks have been listening to, or what yeah. you kind of been exposed to. So there was things. a uh, a very very important movie in my childhood, The Mighty Ducks, yep. and The Mighty Ducks too. Like those were fantastic movies in my childhood. <laughs> and you know what? Like is like one of those like the memories I have is like the two Queen songs that play at the end. Like they they're doing the camps they're doing the camp scene camp scene and then like they they switch into the music for the credits. I just really that's like probably the only thing I remember uh, about it compared to the rest of it. Like that's what I remember the most. But here is "We Will Rock You" from Queen. Buddy, you're a boy, make a big noise, playing in the street, gonna be a big man someday. You got mud on your face, you big disgrace. Kicking your can all over the place Singing We will, we will rock you We will, we will rock you Buddy, you're a young man, hot man Shouting in the street Gonna take on the world someday You got blood on your face A big disgrace Waving your banner all over the place We will, we Sing it! Uh, we will, we will rock you! 
My favorite part about that song is the singing. Yeah, like there's like <clears throat> the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear "We Will Rock You" is "We Are the Champions" because those two go together and yep. like they're played together in the Mighty Ducks. And the second one though is Mighty Ducks. That's what goes to my comes to my mind when I hear that song. Yep, definitely fond memories of that. Uh, my first one is by Mr. Montel Jordan. And uh, I had to get something that reminded me of driving around in the car with my mom and listening to KDWB or driving around in my friend DJ Schmidt's mom's car with them and their purple Honda Civic. And she definitely was listening to like Montel Jordan and Vanessa Williams and all those ones. And uh, this just reminds, it also reminds me of Jock Jams. I was religious in listening to Jock Jams when I was like eight, nine, ten. Uh, do you remember those at all? Uh, it was like the, when Now became really big, there was also the side project called Jock Jams, and it was like, let me see that Tootsie Roll and the Cotton Eye Joe and all those fucking songs. It was like, I, like, the, the term sounds familiar, but like I'm not remembering any songs. It's, it's just all the big big songs, radio hits and stuff from that yeah. then. But the cover, I always remember the covers. It's like cute girls jumping up in cheer little outfits and everything like that. But uh, the one I always remember is the song This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. It's Friday night and I feel alright The party's here on the west side So I reach for my 40 and I turn it up Designated driver, take the keys to my truck Hit the shop cause I'm faded Honey's in the streets, say money, yo we made it It feels so good in my hood tonight The summertime skirts and my guys and canine All the gangbangers forgot about the drive-by You gotta get your groove on before you go get paid Yeah, that encompasses a lot of uh, formative years, especially the Michael Jackson at that time and everything, too. God, yeah, craziness. So my next one is also from a, uh, a movie. Uh, this is from the Adventures of Bakru Banzai from the 8th century, which is a 8th uh, dimension, I'm sorry, from 1984. Uh, this is a, that's not a lot of people probably have seen that one. I don't even think I've seen it. This no. is a Peter Welling joint. He's the main character. There's It's got John Lithgow. Jeff Goldblum is, a, is dressed up as a fucking Mountie the whole time. <laughs> the giant fucking cowboy hat. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, a lot of people are in this one. Uh, this is one of those ones where I saw it once was a, as a kid, but the end credits are just burned into my memory. Mm-hmm. That I will... Like, I was four or five at the time when I saw this, and it just, it just imprinted itself in my mind, because it's ridiculous. It's the cast, like it's Peter Welling and a couple others going, like going down the uh, kind of like the, the canals, the dry canals in LA or whatever, and like more and more of the cast members, like even the ones who died in the film, <laughs> they all are, are just come out. Like, they're just all walking down the canals as this this jaunty tune plays. So oh, this no. is a uh, the Bakru Banzai end title theme performed by Michael Boddicker. <laughs>
this is that's so, awesome. So yeah, that, this is one of those things that like I'd highly recommend anybody listening to who hasn't seen the end credits for it before to check it out because it is it is wild. It is a lot of fun. Look at yeah, Christopher Lloyd's also in it. Yep, too. Christopher Lloyd's in it. Uh, Clancy Brown's in it. Oh, the guy who directed it uh, did uh, the Invasion of the Body Snatchers from '78. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that's just burned to my memory, and so like one of those things like where like like I I think I caught part of it on TV at some point in time, like like my uh, high school years, and then like later on I just searched weird credits where they're just walking down, uh, where they're just walking. It's like oh that that brought right up brought it up right away. Interesting. <laughs> All right, my next one is by the band The Cores. The Cores. C-O-R-R-S, and the song is called Breathless, and I just uh, fondly remember it on the radio 24-7, and then my dad also loved this song to death as well. Uh, here is Breathless by the Coors. I chose that one over because uh, I needed something country in there, and that's not totally country, but it's got that twang to it. Mm-hmm. But I could have done Dixie Chicks or uh, jo- This Kiss from Faith, Phil, Faith Hill, or else I remember my parents always listening to like Brooks and Dunn in Alabama and stuff like that and Reba. So those are all ingrained in my mind, too, as in my childhood, but uh, yeah, I skipped some of those. What you got? All right, so this next one is from my uh, middle school years. So oh, yeah, been... all of us. Uh, this probably this must have been the sixth and seventh grade probably. Uh, so I had a friend who had like uh like this isn't because I wasn't listening to the like at this point like before this point in time I had been listening to uh, uh like when I put the radio on it would just be for some noise in the background for me to sleep to and be it would be f- like the Disney radio like this radio like Disney had like a radio station and like which would play some recent stuff for the most part like it, like it was just all over the place. And but like like at that point in middle school, like I wasn't really listening to anything. And then my uh, friend had like a burn CD, which had like some forty one's Fat Lip on there, a couple others. And like this is also the point in time I found out that I can listen to a music and I can't understand the lyrics necessarily. <laughs> like unless it's very clear, I won't be able to understand uh, a lot of those lyrics. And plus, I have like I can see the lyrics and I can read them. At, after that point, like I can understand it. But um. This is one of the ones that like just stuck in my mind. It's like still is one I enjoy to this day. I'll I'll put it on as a guilty pleasure still. So here's a Kryptonite from Three Doors Down. I watched the world flip to the dark side of the moon. After all, I knew it had to be something to do with you. I really don't mind what happens now and then, as long as you'll be. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? 
Yep, that's definitely all our middle school jam for sure, for sure. Another one that I distinctly remember uh, being in either 7th or 8th grade, whatever grade that was, was uh, when 2001 came out from Dr. Dre. Uh, my mom let me buy that album and also The Eminem Show and also The Significant Other from uh, Limp Biscuit. Uh, and uh, I can't say that the teachers at St. Bridges were that happy that I was bringing those to school, so they would not. They told me not to bring them to school anymore. I didn't even know that it was middle school. I just assumed it was elementary. No, that was middle school, and because two thousand one, so that would be oh, twelve years old, and then I, I, I like that. Like St. Bridges had a middle school. Oh I yeah, it was like, yeah, it was oh. preschool to eighth grade. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was definitely the only kid in school that had Dr. Dre, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, cho- I chose, I didn't choose the next episode, I chose Forgot About Dre, and this encompasses my M&M and Limp Bizkit all in one thing, we don't need to go any further than that. So uh, here is Forgot About Dre. Don't freeze, hold please, you better bow down on both knees. Who you think taught you to smoke trees? Who you think brought you to ODs? Easy E's, Ice Cubes and D.O.C.'s, the Snoop D.O.G.'s, and the group that said motherfuck the police. Gave you a tape full of dope beats to bump when you strolled through in your hood. And when your album sales wasn't doing too good, who's the doctor that he told you to go see? Y'all better listen up closely, all you niggas that said that I turn pop or the firm flop. Y'all are the reason that Dre ain't been getting no sleep, so fuck y'all, all of y'all, if y'all don't like me, blow me. Y'all are gonna keep fucking around with me and turn me back to the old me. Nowadays, everybody wanna talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish, and motherfuckers act like they forgot about trade. Nowadays, everybody wanna talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish, and motherfuckers act like they forgot about trade. So, what do you say to somebody you hate? What? Or anyone trying to bring trouble your way? One of his off things in the blood of your way? Yep. Just study your tape of NWA. One day I was walking by with a walking on. When I caught a guy, give me an awkward eye. You look at the mark in the parking lot, but it's parking eye. Oh my god, it's so weird actually reading the lyrics and <laughs> the music video there. Uh, but I do distinctly like eighth grade as well. Uh, do you remember those old speakers with like the headphone jack where you can like push the sides and it like pop open? It has like a little tiny like rubber. It's they're only like this big, but it like pops open. It had like the bass thing. You like close it so it doesn't have bass. Open it so it has bass. But tiny little terrible <sighs> things. They're like the main speaker at the time for portable speaker but yeah I, I, we'd be swimming in the pool in eighth grade because eighth grade's when i got it and it just there was my walkman there and then plug that in and then and that reminds me of like a <laughs> an eminem song that like uh from like i remember in like middle school like uh because it was stan it was because yep, like yep. there was a uh, stan would be the other one i chose then if i did that but. that was a uh, that because that was uh around the time like they did in the award show with mm-hmm. uh who did the one well, elton john uh, and him yeah which is like I didn't see the award show, but they were playing on the radio afterwards. Oh, I, yeah, I, I yeah, remember yeah, I had yeah. like a, I was helping a, a friend's family. They were putting a fence up or something. Was, like it crashed there for the at that place for that. And like it's just one of those things. Like I remember like very clearly, distinctly like, where you are and everything here. Yeah. those, yeah, definitely. There's a whole bunch of those that are like that, especially before high school. Like that. That's why this is a good a good category to do that with. So, but my next song though is something is not something that I listened to when I was younger. This is a song that reminds me of stuff like when I was in like those middle school days. I assume that just from the title, I I haven't heard this song before. So, so yeah, this is called Space Ghost Coast to Coast from Glass Animals. So, Space Ghost is a uh, <laughs> how do I start? This is like a seventies eighties cartoon show. Like it's like this is like really Space Ghost flies through space, fights villains or whatever. And then 
uh, I don't remember if it was Toonami or Adult Swim, but basically Cartoon Network had this like a block of programming where they created a talk show See, run by Space whole, Ghost. I thought that was the whole thing. Was just that Space wasn't the Ghost origin. Was that. <laughs> it was just like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon that they had the rights to. That's funny. And uh, uh, I can't remember. It was like something, Mike Lasso, I think, was one of the people like the, at uh, that network at the time and some others. They just threw together this talk show like who, who had had these bizarre interviews with guests, like yep. famous guests would be on, and it would just be nonsense interviews. <laughs> And like he like he definitely watched a few of that. Yeah, yeah. He he'd uh, space could periodically blast his co-host to nothingness, and it was a, just one of those. A, I think just a blast to watch. And also uh, this uh, the song mentions uh, GTA in there. Uh, middle school, like I didn't have a console that played uh, Grand Theft Auto. Like I I didn't have a, a I think it would be the PS2 at this time. Yep. Uh, I didn't have one of those. You're talking about three. GTA 3. Grand 3, yeah. yeah. Before it was all the above camera ones yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but I had a, a friend who rented uh, a PS2 and Grand Theft Auto, and I have fond memories. Like, nowadays, I look back at Grand Theft Auto 3, it's like, oh man, these graphics are terrible. Uh, back like, then, though, that but was But playing amazing. it like at that time, when, like not even able to save the game because yep. there's no memory card, because uh, <laughs> it's rented. Yeah, and you just, just leave it running all night long. <laughs> it was just. Oh, amazing yeah. like it was just like drive around do whatever it's like yep. blew my mind i didn't understand the concept of playing the game i just knew it was a lot of fun going around killing people and finding cheat codes and you get money you get <laughs> yep. money every time you kill yep. somebody <laughs> but yeah uh so this is so let's go ahead and listen to space ghost coast to coast from class animals remember when you stole fun with all the the like characters in it they look like sims they should have put the like pixelated pieces over all that <laughs> just to make it more old kind of yeah the the music video is pretty pretty wild it's that got is the, wild uh, yeah it's got the singer at some point so that sometimes it's got like a then it quickly shows like computer generated versions of everywhere yeah that's, it's and weird. then at a certain point they just remove the clothes from computer generated versions. <laughs> uh this song should ring in everybody's middle school because it's uh that it's when uh, school of rock came out if you're in your 30s, then that was a pretty big movie, I think. Uh, if I'm, and then it's kind of when uh, ACDC like got their resurgence again, because that's when I actually was like, oh yeah, I this band. And then so yeah, 
I chose It's a Long Way to the Top from ACDC, and I don't really listen to ACDC ever nowadays, but I bought every single album I could after that movie came out, and yep, so here's A Long Way to the Top. I'll just leave it there because I didn't realize I chose a spot with the long uh, <laughs> bagpipe part in there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Were you the same with School of Rock when that came out? I've never seen it. Really? Yep. Yeah. That no. was like the talk of everybody in my school. When everything. did that come out? Like 2003. Wow. Yeah. So it was like 2000, yeah, 2002 or 2003. So I was like eighth grade when that came out. And it was like, I want to be as cool as those kids are. Yeah. No, uh, eighth grade I had moved. So like. I didn't watch a lot of movies. There oh, weren't okay. any movies I saw. I was no longer within uh, biking distance of the movie, movie theaters. theaters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think I saw that like four times in the theater. <laughs> what you got? So my final one is a song that like, so there's a lot of songs that I remember like hearing in my childhood. Uh, like, like for example, one of them would be on, I had on a recent uh, show, uh, Baker Street from Jerry Rafferty. Like those saxophones I still remember from my childhood. Uh, Eye in the Sky, there's another one. But uh, there's a lot of eagles I heard as a kid. Um, So here is uh, Desperado from Eagles. Desperado Why don't you come to your senses You've been out riding fences For so long now Oh, you're a hard one But I know that you got your reasons These things that are pleasing you Can hurt you somehow Don't you draw the queen of diamonds, boy She'll beat you if she's able You know the queen of hearts is always Now it seems to me some fine things have been laid upon your table But you only want the ones that you can't get Desperado Oh, you ain't getting no young your pain and your hunger, they're driving you home. And freedom, oh freedom, well that's just some people talking. Your prison is walking through this world all alone. With the Eagles, I always like to find out who wrote which ones and everything. So, yeah, this one was uh, Don Henley and Glenn, Glenn Fry that did that one. Because, yeah, what Joe Walsh was in there, too, and there's another big name, too. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah, I can never remember the names of the the. Eagles. They all had huge solo careers too. I know that. Yeah. <coughs> all right, my last one. Uh, my childhood wouldn't be complete, I guess, without this band. Uh, my mom took me to go see them live with uh, one of my good friends back in school. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's the the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> uh, it's uh, quit playing games with my heart. So what is it that you can't see? Sometimes I wish I. that music video in years <laughs> it's been a while since i've heard it uh that's like i never actually owned any uh well there were many i, I guess i can't think name like this i can't say i, I didn't own anything because like i owned nothing as far as there's music for two main time. ones or whatever millennium and i can't remember what that album is but that one i listened to more than millennium but i think went to the millennium tour but that encompasses when i was also obsessed with uh sync and spice girls and stuff too so no, we'll it wasn't until late high school that i started buying music off of itunes and i started yeah. like building a library although like i, I would just buy single songs and I wasn't very good with money, and it turns out that like uh, you can uh, you can overdraft pretty easily with yeah. uh, iTunes. And, and then how you there's real- a, that's a lot of one dollar charges. You that realize become, like, shit. I could have saved five bucks by just buying the album. <laughs> oh, these uh, three songs I bought that and that are treated as like one dollar purchases are also added like now cost me sixty dollars right. for twenty dollar overdraft fees. Oh my god, yeah. No, yeah, my my parents they started buying CDs for me when I was younger, and then I started whenever I got allowance and stuff, and that's when I started buying CDs for no, myself. I, I, I never, I never got music. I love physical, kid, I love physical music, and I think that's why I also have a love for it. My parents had so much of it when I was growing up too. So, yeah, no, that was a good category. That was fun. I like that one. All right, uh, let's close out the show. We got some DOO to record. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... Spoonful of Medicine. Spoonful of Medicine. Doctors, medicine, uh, anything that we want to tie to Spoonful of Medicine, that's the topic. Spoonful of Medicine. All right. Yeah, that can be literally anything. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Medicine. Is that Medicine at Midnight? Is that the Foo that's, Fighters That's album? a Foo Fighters album. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, the, okay, I'm not going crazy. All right. So, yeah, the theme for our next show is Spoonful of Medicine. Uh, for updates and more information about our show, about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind News Studios or follow us on Instagram. Our flagship show, Department of Defense, is usually live still every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at blindnewsviews.com slash live. This show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website at blindnewsviews.com or subscribe on any of your favorite podcast apps so you never miss an episode. If you just can't get enough Soundwave or Blind News Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our home play- homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. 
works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnessstudios.com or even easier, just message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks.